follower of Jesus. It's the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd, and welcome to The Spiritual Laws of Nature. And my title for what we're going to talk about today is It's a Matter of Life or Death. Really, honestly, truly, what I'm about to tell you is a life or death issue. Yours, your children's, and everyone that you love and care about. You know, uh, thinking about this teaching, I bought a, um, a movie set pistol. You know, it'll only fire blanks. It won't fire bullets, but it looks real. But uh, my guys told me I couldn't use that because YouTube would take it down. Anything that has a gun, they pretty much will take down. So my alternative to that, if I can get it out, ah, sword. All right. This is life or death, and life or death situations sometimes require weapons, all right? And the sword of truth, I believe, is the weapon for this battle. Okay, I have a, uh, a friend who is a world-class geneticist uh, medical doctor, and he told me years ago Alex, you know, it's really sad because the human body and mind are built, designed to live to be 120 or 30 years old and healthy almost all the time. And that's what we should be seeing based on the miracles of how our body and mind and immune system and all that work. Well, why are we not seeing that? One thing, stress. According to the Center for Disease Control, 90 plus percent of all illness and disease from stress. According to Dr. Lipton at Stanford, 95 percent illness and disease comes from stress. So stress is the enemy, right? Well, it is, but it isn't. Let me explain. Since the dawn of Western medicine, if uh, you were feeling bad, went in, they did some tests on you, the doctor calls you in several days later when he has the test results, the doctor's probably uh, holding a file, and you always know when a doctor's about to tell you bad news, they look at their shoes, and, and so the doctor's probably looking at his shoes um, and says, I'm so sorry to tell you you have, and then he drops it on you, cancer, heart disease, depression, whatever. Well, typically after you recover, most people do this. They ask the doctor, how did I get this? I, I mean, my, my brother, we, we've got the same genes, grew up in the same family, ate the same food, drink the same water, breathe the same air, live in the same area. Well, by far the number one answer in Western medicine for a hundred years is three words. We don't no. Well, Southwestern University Medical School and Medical Center undertook a number of years ago a very ambitious research study over years, and it was precisely to determine 
the source. To, when that happens, the doctor could say, ah, cancer, yes, that comes from here. Diabetes, that comes from here. Depression, that So, you know, we, we would at least have answers. Makes people feel better just to know a reason, okay? And they finished the study and it becomes headline news all over the world. It was in my hometown newspaper the next day. And in the interview that was printed in the paper, they're interviewing Dr. Eric Nessler, a medical doctor from Harvard, who was the head of the department at Southwestern. And uh, their announcement was that we were successful. We have found the source of cancer, illness, and disease. All right? So he's being interviewed. And Dr. Nessler says, yes, we have found the source, and we are calling it cellular memories. Now, just delete the word cellular. It's your memories. If you've got a memory, and typically the ones causing the problem are in the un and subconscious, but if you've got a memory with a lot of anger in it, or hatred, or unforgiveness, or sadness, or low self-worth, and a whole bunch of other things, that memory doesn't just sit there and behave itself until you actually think about it. No, it's much more like a smartphone constantly resonating that anger signal or whatever it is to the surrounding cells and to your brain. Okay? Well, when that signal is picked up in your brain and here I've got a red switch for danger, fear, hot, negative, green switch for neutral, and a blue switch for positive, love-based. Alright? And so, something happens in your outside world here. Let's say you're in rush hour traffic. Alright? And that information comes in through your five senses, and then once it comes in, it goes down and is uh, compared filtered through every memory that you have, billions of them, in a microsecond. Uh, the red dots indicate a negative fear-based memory, blue dots a positive memory, green, black are kind of neutral, all right? And so, and it does it instantly. And, and a lot of these are inherited from your ancestry. We know now definitively that memories, especially trauma memories, are passed down through the sperm and the RNA. We're going to find they're passed down through the egg. They just haven't done that study yet. But a lot of these red ones are probably even passed down from your ancestry. You don't even know you have them. Okay, but they're there sending their anger signal, their fear signal, their low self-worth signal to your brain and causing stress, fight or flight, fear to be activated. Well, what's the big deal about that? The big deal is the first thing that happens here when this happens is your immune system is turned off or down. Um, when I used to travel around a lot um, lecturing, one of the things I would ask almost every audience is, uh, raise your hand if you have cancer. Raise your hand if you're here and have heart disease. Raise your hand if you have depression. Okay? And with each thing, several people would raise their hand. And then after that was done, here's what I would say. Every one of you who did not raise your hand every time is wrong. 
you don't get cancer. You've already got the, the DNA, the genetics, the programming, the markers. You've already got those in you. It's not a matter of getting it. It's a matter of will it will what is already in you ever manifest. And according to Dr. Lipton from Stanford, the only way it manifests is if you are under stress. And more specifically, if that first cell where the cancer becomes active, if that cell is under stress or not. If the cell is not under stress, that cancer gene will not manifest. It will only manifest under stress. Okay. Well, what causes the stress? The traffic, right? No, it's not the traffic. It is your perception or interpretation of the traffic from your memories. And these determine your beliefs about the traffic. Okay, so one person in traffic is going into road rage. The person right next to them, cool as a cucumber. Why? Same traffic, they're side by side. They've got different programming. So, Southwestern, after their study says, this is the source of cancer, diabetes, MS, depression, my acid reflux in my 20s, etc. This is the source. And they went on to say, Dr. Nestler went on to say, that up until now our treatments in medicine have been little more than band-aids, addressing a symptom but not the source. This knowledge about cellular memories is going to allow us for the first time to really treat the cause and it's going to change everything in health and the entire world. Now I have to tell you they've not found a way to fix these yet, but I believe there is a way. Okay, um, Several things. One, uh, the miracle meditation I think works great on this. Um, uh, changing all negative thoughts into a prayer. Uh, Trilogy, which has a 98% initial testing on reducing or eliminating stress, takes Five minutes to do, okay? And, and my number one thing is just prayer. Prayer to God for healing, okay? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Pray for the sick that they may be healed. By his stripes and wounds are you healed, etc., etc. It's, it's all through Scripture, okay? But the source is inside you, not outside you. Okay, now, here's what you need to know about these memories inside you. This is an article from um, Scientific American, one of the most highly regarded journals, scientific journals in the world. Um, and the title of the article is What Experts Wish You Knew About False Memories. And then the byline is just because you're absolutely confident you remember something, doesn't mean it's true. And what they found is that roughly 50%, you heard right, 5, <laughs> 5-0%, 50% of your memories are in error. And the error is almost exclusively to the negative stress, not the positive love. Why? 
Because the number one job of your unconscious is to keep you physically alive. So it doesn't care so much if it overreacts. It only cares if it underreacts. If it, if it overreacts, you're still alive. If it underreacts, you're dead. Okay, so something happens in your world, comes in through your senses, filtered through your memories, and about 50% of them are an error and almost always to the negative. So what ends up coming back up from the memory banks to the brain as far as your response to this, a high percentage of the time is negative, fear-based, and the wrong response. Okay? And most people live in that vicious cycle all their life and never get out of it. So how do you take this life or death situation and make it work for you? Well, the first mistake almost everyone makes is that they do not prioritize the spiritual laws of nature. Or, or you could just say the spiritual. They don't prioritize the spiritual. When they wake up in the morning, it's all about my to-do list and my list of wants that I don't have yet that I need to try to figure out a way to get. In other words, seek pleasure and avoid pain. And it's all about my physical and external circumstances. Okay? Uh, almost everyone I have ever worked with at least when they came into my office, that's how they were predominantly living their life. I'm not going to say exclusively. They had times of love, times of thinking about others, times of spiritual, but their focus tended to be seek pleasure, avoid pain, to-do list, want list, etc. When you live that way, you, you are largely ignoring the spiritual. And here's the simple fact of it. If you get the spiritual right in your life, your pleasure, pain, circumstances, everything else are almost always going to naturally work well for your best life without too much effort on your part. Okay? On the other hand, if your focus is on seek pleasure, avoid pain, your to-do list, your want list, your physical and external circumstances, chances are you are going to be living right here the great majority of the time. Uh, the research says we should be going to this place, fight or flight stress, one to two times a year. When a truck's about to pull over on us or uh, someone's robbing our house, but it's an extraordinary situation. Once or twice a year and then 30 minutes later you're right back into neutral or physiological peace. But the research, the latest research says we're not going there one to two times a year. We're going there, the average person's going there five to thirty times a day. We're living there. Why? Well, part of it's because we're believing these lies and errors that shift us naturally to the negative, it's almost impossible for you to resist. Oh, I'm just going to think and, and be positive, even though I've... Man, very few people can do that with their willpower because your unconscious is a million times more powerful than your conscience. 
conscious. So what's the solution? The solution is wake up in the morning with the sword of the Spirit, the truth in your hand, and prioritize the spiritual. Your to-do list, your I want list, your pleasure pain list, your physical and external circumstances, those all have to be secondary, primary, all the time, as soon as you wake up and all through the day, is I'm fighting for the spiritual. I'm prioritizing the spiritual. Um, and I'm going to do my trilogy. I'm going to do the miracle meditation. I'm going to uh, change the negative into a prayer. I'm going to pray. I'm going to... And yes, I'm going to do my to-do list, but I'm going to do it from the place of love, not the place of fear. From the place of working the way I'm supposed to instead of the place of stress. Okay? Um, so... Please think about this week. What are you prioritizing? Are you prioritizing pleasure, pain, physical, external circumstances, to-do list, I want list? Or, or are you prioritizing the spiritual, love, joy, peace, and everything else is secondary? Well, it's a matter of life or death. So start prioritizing the spiritual and see everything in your life change and transform to better and better and better until, I believe, you will get to your best possible life and also that for your children and those you love and care about. So what does God say about this in Scripture? He said, focus, is, focus on what is unseen, not on what is seen. Because what is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. Set your thoughts above. Okay? Uh, think about these things. Whatever's true, lovely, excellent, worthy of praise. Think about these things. And the peace of God which passes understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The, the life that is beyond your imagination comes from the love of Jesus in your heart by faith, not by some physical or external circumstance or situation or something you can achieve. The love of God in your heart by faith. And then you will know the love that surpasses knowledge and then possibly the life that is beyond what you can imagine. All of it comes from your focus being on the spiritual when you wake up in the morning, at lunchtime, when you go to bed at night, all through the day, not the physical, external, seek pleasure, avoid pain. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.